Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com. This is Rebecca Turner and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. And your friendly reminder that spring break is only a few weeks away. So go ahead and plan a little family getaway. And you can do that over at visitmississippi.org. But I bet many of you got your kids or your grandkids wake up today excited to celebrate Dr. Seuss's birthday. Happy birthday, Dr. Dr. Seuss. March 2nd is deemed his birthday. It's also the kickoff of National Read Across America Day, which actually is a full week of activities for your kids in school. And it's all about getting kids excited to read. And guess what? You can't read without someone writing it first. So Bellhaven University is honoring their alum and well-known author Angie Thomas by helping young aspiring writers in a very big way. The Angie Thomas Writers Scholarship is providing a full-ride scholarship to one incoming creative writing major and additional scholarship awards to other applicants. And if you are over at supertalk.fm slash watch, you will see I'm not alone in the Good Things studios today. We've got Dr. Randy Smith. He is the chair of Bellhaven University's creative writing department. And Miss Amani Skipwith, she is last year's, which was the first winner of the Angie Thomas Writers Scholarship. So welcome, y'all. Hey, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. I didn't set you up for this, but do you have a favorite Dr. Seuss book quote character, Dr. Smith? Oh, my goodness. I should pass that to Imani. Um, (laughs) I... uh, uh, the Lorax, I think, is one of my favorites. When all yeah. in doubt, go there or, <laughs> or go to the Grinch, whichever one <laughs> whichever right. one comes first. Okay, Imani, I also didn't set you up for that, but do yeah. you have a favorite Dr. Seuss book? Um, I personally think, I know growing up my favorite was Fox and Socks. I, I don't know if that's like a known one anymore, but I really like that one, but currently i think it would be either the lorax or like the places you'll go oh the places you will go i'm glad you mentioned that one and for parents out there who have kids transitioning maybe into kindergarten soon one of the coolest pinterest things i heard or saw was to get them a copy their kindergarten year and have their teachers all through grade school sign it and leave them a little note and then when they graduate uh, high school they will have all 12 years or from all of their grade school years remembrance from um, their teachers because all Ultimately, it's probably going to be a teacher uh, that inspires you in some respect to off to the next places that you will go, which I'll start with you, Ms. Amani. That's probably, I think, what happened to you because you were the first year's winner mm-hmm. of the Angie Thomas Writer Scholarship, but you are definitely not new to writing. And I have mm-hmm. to say, I found your elementary, or your principal in elementary school, Miss <laughs> Jane Everly, congratulating you. Um, I don't know if it was on this award or another, but she even recognized your creative skills back in elementary school. So you've been doing this for a while, haven't you? Um, Yes and no. I feel like that love was definitely sparked then because I read a lot. I was always reading in elementary school. I had a book with me everywhere I went. When I was like in kindergarten, I'd sleep with my books. I'm not even joking. (laughs) So what books would be under Amani's pillow? Um, well, I really, because I, my reading was limited, like, you know, in kindergarten, yeah. um, I used to read, 
I think I would sleep with like my Lion King book. Mm-hmm. I really like the Lion King. I had like um I had a book about I don't know if you know the Disney movie Spirit. I had that book too. And there was a couple others. I can't really put my finger on it. It's That's been okay. so long ago, but I <laughs> those are like my main two. When did your love of reading transition into writing? Um I will say in around maybe fourth or fifth grade definitely because I would have like a small little notebook and I always like write little stories because I read stories like I was I was really obsessed with James Patterson around like third fourth grade so I was reading him and I was like wow this man is creating universes and I want to create universes so I would just like read that book and then it would inspire me to write my own little story so I think around maybe third or fourth grade is when it really started to like kind of take off and then it took you all the way into being going into your college year at Belhaven University as a creative writing major thanks to Mm -hmm. the Angie Thomas Writer Scholarship okay Dr. Uh, Randy Smith you are the head of that department let's first talk about who Angie Thomas is I feel like that name is is a household name now but some of us may think we know it but can't connect the the, the dots so why is she important to Belhaven yeah so uh, Angie Thomas graduated from Belhaven with a Bachelor of Fine Arts and creative writing uh, in 2011, and she was the first African-American student to graduate from the program. And then in the few years after that, Angie went on to uh, take her senior project. She'd written a collection of short stories, and she worked on that and turned it into a novel, and that became The Hate You Give, which came out three years ago. and Skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. Went to number one on the New York Times bestseller list. And, in fact, she's released two novels since then on the come up, and the newest one is Concrete Rose, and all three of them have been number one on the New York Times bestseller list. And I I love that uh, I saw a tweet or Facebook post from Angie recently. Um, Concrete Rose was actually the title of her senior project, and she has continued to take characters and settings. Garden Heights was in that senior project, the world that she's created for her novels. So she is just taking that and unfolding the lives of those characters and that setting and place and community and and doing it in brilliant ways and keeps doing that. And she keeps also pouring back into Mississippi and obviously helping to encourage another generation of young writers there um, at at Belhaven. So who sparked the conversation on starting a scholarship uh, first? Was it Belhaven reaching out to Angie or did Angie come to Belhaven with that idea? Uh, Dr. Roger Parrott, who's the president of Belhaven, reached out to Angie. I, I think they got together and talked, and um, Roger wanted to do something in conjunction with Angie that would open up more opportunities for writers uh, who are interested in going to college and learning to write more, who have a passion for that, but but needed the encouragement of a scholarship. Uh, so th- I think that's how that came about. And Imani, I mean, you being the first one to receive the Angie Thomas uh, Creative Writing Scholarship there for Belhaven University, you're a great person to ask. I mean, how did you hear about it? And did you were you even thinking or wrestling with maybe what your major was going to be once you left high school? Or did you know without a shadow of a doubt, writing's where I'm headed? I will say by that point, I knew that I wanted to go into creative writing. I had wrestled with it before. I originally wanted to be a veterinarian, but I was like, this is not. (laughs) That's polar opposite. Exactly. I was like, this is not for me. I think I love animals, but I know I could not operate on one. I'd be very sad. So um, it was a very interesting process. I was very set on leaving Jackson. I really wanted to leave Mississippi because I felt like I had to get an art degree elsewhere because I felt like being in Jackson, you know, you don't hear about a lot of artists. A lot of artists in Jackson leave to get their degree. And so I thought, you know, I had to do that. But my mom and my uncle and other people who were researching the scholarship and helping me out with the... um you know, application process for schools, they were like, there's this scholarship that I think you'll really like. And we know you like Miss Angie a lot. So I think you should try out for it. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. That's really big. Like, I don't know if I could even qualify for that. But they kept, you know, 
pressing and well not pressing but you know encouraging and being like i think you should do it like this is and even if you don't get it like this is someone you look up to it's a good opportunity so i was like okay i'll do it what was the process amani for you um do you mean like the steps that i needed to To, take to do for the for the scholarship yes um well basically i just needed to uh come up with a i think it was 15 pages 15 page portfolio 15 pages (laughs) well it's not that bad because it was multiple pieces i put in there i think um so it wasn't one 15 page piece yeah okay it's multiple you can put whatever you want to in it if you have a 15 page story you can do that too um but I had to write an essay about my community and uh, where I grew up and how writing um, would benefit me and how the scholarship would benefit me and what I would want people to know about the community I came from. And, yeah, I did my essay. I um, And my teacher helped me out a lot, Miss Sibley. Love her. Amazing woman. Shout out Anonymous. to which school? MSA, Mississippi School of the Arts. Oh, we'll get to that part of your story, too. (laughs) Yes, Miss Sibley was a very big help for me during that process. Um, She helped me edit edit my pieces. And by that time, we had uh, Scholastics Award. So a lot of the pieces that I put into um, the um, portfolio were pieces that I got awards from from, uh, Scholastics or that I had already published. So I put my best work in and did what I had to do, and I was, it was really exciting, honestly. Um, but as that, though, Dr. Smith, mm-hmm. I mean, Amani wasn't the only one who was going out for the Angie Thomas uh, Writer's Scholarship. So we're going to continue with this story coming up next here on Good Things. So come on. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at The Range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. Quality Preschool, Toddler, and Infant Care. Little Acorns Child Development Center. Now accepting applications for toddlers and infants. 601-965-5002. Little Acorns Child Development Center, 100 West Capitol Street in downtown Jackson at the Dr. A.H. McCoy Federal Building. We're accepting applications for both federal and non-federal children. You will go crazy for Little Acorns, where me, Sammy the Squirrel, will provide tons of fun, fun, fun. Here at Little Acorns, we provide developmentally appropriate curriculums, low staff-to-child ratios, degreed early childhood teachers in all rooms, delicious, healthy breakfast, lunch, and snacks. All teachers certified in infant and child CPR and pediatric first aid. Designated drop-off with health safety temperature screenings at our safe, secure, modern, and spacious facility. Call now for a spot for your Little Acorn today. 601-965-5002. Tell them Sammy sent you. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. 
Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm a morning time and we're going strong Good things wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi. There are plenty of unique places to visit, so head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And if you haven't taken time to see Supertalk's new website, today would be a great day to do it. You can go to supertalk.fm, and you will find everything in one place, including the watch button. So you can see that I continue my conversation here with my lovely guest in studio. I am not alone. I am joined by Dr. Randy Smith. He's the chair of Belhaven University's creative writing department and Miss Amani Skipwith, who is last year's or I guess the first winner of the Angie Thomas Writers Scholarship. And we left off our conversation, uh, Dr. Smith. Amani was sharing maybe the 15 page portfolio that she had to put together for this scholarship, which is up for grabs again for maybe one of our listeners, which is the main reason we're having this conversation today. We don't want anybody to miss out on it. But what was the first year like? I mean, you never know when you put out a scholarship or something of that nature, the first first go round, would anybody be interested? Would you get a flood of applicants? So what what did that look like, you guys coming in or seeing everyone interested in getting the scholarship? Was it overwhelming? Did you have trouble picking it down to Amani? Uh, we had a good number of applicants last year. The deadline, I think last year was March, April, somewhere around in there. Mm-hmm. But but it also got all caught up in uh, COVID and and that and some students who applied last year decided to sit out a year and then come this year. I have one student who applied last year who's going to come this coming fall. Uh, we had a good number of applicants. I think we have had more lead time this year, so um, I'm expecting to get 30 or 40 applications this year. I think last year we had. 20 or so applications uh, for the scholarship. And if we have someone who is just tuning in to Good Things, let's talk real quick, like, who is a good fit for this scholarship, the Angie Thomas Writers Scholarship there at Belhaven University? Yeah. So w- over the last 20 years, it, that's how long we've had the program. That's how long I've been at Belhaven. And as I've talked to writers over these two decades now, uh, writers who are interested in coming and being in the program and learning the craft of writing over a period of time, they say a lot of the same things. One, they say, I've always lo- as Imani said, I've always loved to read. I've always loved to write. Um, I feel like there's something I'm supposed to do with this gift that I have, and I want to figure out what that is. I want to learn how to use it. I want to get better at it. So they're really passionate about their own writing. Uh, writers can be very private, so a lot of times they they write and they keep it to themselves or they have a very small group of people they share it with. But we want applicants to know that when they come to Bellhaven, they're going to have a supportive community of 35 or so other creative writing majors, two full-time faculty members, and we're going to build a community. We already have one. We're going to enfold them in the community. And they're going to have a chance to grow for four years while they're there and share their writing, get responses, um, and then ultimately figure out what to do with their their gift when they leave Bellhaven. That That's very important. Um, the, our graduates have gone on to work in all kinds of fields. Uh, writers, I love, they're, they're just really smart. They're very creative. They're funny people. And they tend to do really well in all areas. So our grads have gone into uh, – Publishing. One works with Simon & Schuster in New York City. Uh, They've gone into law, uh, medical fields, teaching. 
uh, teaching English as a second language, library science. So they, they do a number of different things, and we're very committed to helping students find that particular thing that they are, are called to do with their gift of writing. And I would say that's a relief to parents listening who may have students that are right now a lot like Amani. You were, you, you, you paid homage to not only your, your, um, elementary principal paid homage to you for, for your writing so early, but then you went on to Mississippi School of Art. And we just worry, like, what are you going to do with a creative writing degree? Not everyone will end up being an Angie Thomas kind of blockbuster, you know, success. But there, it feels like just about every creative outlet or job has some form of writing in it. We were talking earlier, going through some of the lists of the jobs that you didn't think about it. I mean, even down to comedians. I mean, they have to write their own material to be able to be, you know, successful. Advertisement PR is all about the creative process. So for you, Imani, did you have to, well, obviously you, you shared your family was very supportive and you even going out for the scholarship, but have you ever had to sell it to them or yourself that you could make a living in creative writing? Um, most definitely. Um, I, my mom was mostly support. She was very supportive. Um, she did have some doubts. She would tell me you know as long as you're happy and as long as you can make a living for yourself and you don't have to like you know come back and constantly ask for money as long as I can support <laughs> my- live in the basement well yeah she, she, <laughs> she wants me to be able to take yeah. care of myself and that's her ultimate you know concern so she wasn't necessarily concerned about the writing in general she just wanted to know what I would do past that she didn't want me to get in like a kind of dip but um, she, for the most part, was very supportive. I'm very grateful for my mom. She was really supportive. Um, it really made me so happy because I was scared she wouldn't be um, because a lot of people, you know, and especially in the community I come from, not a lot of people are artists because it's like, oh, you can be an artist but have, like, a, you know, a backup plan. Right. And I was like, I don't want a backup plan because that's just setting me up for failure. <laughs> well, it's not setting me up for failure, no. but that's how I thought of it. But you're also still young. You don't have commitments mm-hmm. of a family and all of that. This is now the time to spread exactly. your wings and totally give it a try. But you already proved, Imani, the fact that you have true talent by getting accepted and going off to Mississippi School for Art. So where did that sort of come in? on your journey as a student here in Mississippi? Um, Going to the Mm -hmm. school? Well, I I think that really motivated me a lot. I was at a really rough patch my 10th grade year, and I didn't know what I really wanted to do. Like I mentioned before, I wanted to be a veterinarian before, um, but even that wasn't really exciting me. I, I was just thinking about the future, and I was like, I really don't know what I'm about to do with my life. And I went to the camp. And I did not want to leave. I remember the end of the week, my mom came and got me. I was like, I don't want to go. <laughs> I was like, I do not want to leave. I need to stay here. So it took her. It took a little convincing for her, um, basically, because I was going to be living in dorms. I was going to be away. And even though it's just an hour, you know, her baby's going away. So she was just like, I guess so. You can you can go. You can go. So Because that's in Brookhaven, Mississippi, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's only an hour. So that really motivated me. I think that was the clicking point that that was where I needed to be because I had other opportunities in the past to kind of get into writing deeper than what I did. But I feel like that was the kind of moment where I was like, okay, this is really for me because I, I was like, I'm really going to go for writing if I get into this school. And I got in and it really excited me. I was like, wow. And it feels like almost everybody who has a job or, or makes that career path or goes for higher education in creative, air quotes, um, areas need that aha sort of pivoting you know moment of mm-hmm. where I'm going to commit to this and go and sort of start to be their own encourager. But until then, it feels like you kind of need to be encouraged, which rounds back to what Angie um, had mentioned in one of her press releases. I'm sure, Dr. Smith, you would agree that she, she wanted this scholarship to be an encouragement for the next generation writers so what is it about young writers from your perspective Amani that kind of needs everyone else to sort of give that little you know dose of affirmation if they see the twinkle in the eye or just that little bit of nudge of encouragement from parents or or siblings or you know community members that you're not crazy you really you're good at this Mm -hmm. I think 
just the act of actually indulging and actively going out of like yeah going out of your way to help them because my mom even now she's like oh I saw this writing contest enter it like hurry up go into this contest or she'll um during my time at MSA she would tell me about writing opportunities and I could tell that she was excited about it too or that she really wanted me to you know get further into it because she was always you know helping me and finding things for me so I think just encouraging them even taking if it's even as small as reading their work because I really wanted to show my mom my work a lot and the fact that she would take the time to read it and kind of you know just listen to it was just really nice. Wow, as a parent, Amani, <laughs> you really have given me like some homework to do. And I think that's <laughs> something for, for all of us listening who, I mean, because my, I mean, my daughter's eight, but, you know, she likes to draw, she likes to do the things, and we can get so wrapped up in, you know, cooking dinner or doing whatever and not, not stopping to just look at it and let them explain it to you and then provide, not constructive feedback that's probably not the time to do it right but oh yes look at that little ping when you try to draw or whatever it may be because i get you know what i'm hearing from you amani is that those are the little seeds that get sown that then start to really uh, allow their creative juices to keep flowing and we're going to keep moving with this conversation uh coming up next here on good things even though you mean almost to me Cause every time I open up it hurts So I'm never gonna get too close to you Even when I mean almost to you In case you go and leave me in the dirt But every time you hurt me the less that I cry And every time you leave me the quicker these tears dry Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there will be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, 
and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There was a mass shooting at a nightclub in Claiborne County. It's claimed the lives of two people and injured several others. Authorities say the shooting, which took place at the Wilson Lounge in Pattison early Saturday morning, also injured eight people. They were transported to local hospitals. Six people are currently in custody and more arrests are expected. Empower Mississippi put together a study that compares our state to those that don't have income taxes. The group's president, Russ Latino, says they looked at revenue growth, tax burden, overall economic performance, and population growth. Across the board, the states without income taxes are not only destroying the state of Mississippi, I mean, by orders of magnitude, better in terms of economic growth, income levels, population growth, but they're also destroying national averages. So about 36% above national average on economic growth and more than double population growth. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Will Primo. I've spent my life outdoors and even made a career out of it. I've learned valuable lessons from being in God's great outdoors. Lessons like how much the health of our natural resources adds to all our lives. I hope you'll join me in supporting House Bill 1231. Your support gives us all a better place to call home and protects our natural resources for future generations. Please call your legislature and Lieutenant Governor Hosey and ask them to support House Bill 1231. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford Trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't want to miss. Thousands of Bulldog fans have subscribed to the Thunder and Lightning Podcast. Have you? On each episode, Brian Haydad and Joel Coleman give you an inside look at your Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Thunder and Lightning podcast is free and available on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Thunder and Lightning on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thunder and Lightning from Supertalk Mississippi, covering the Bulldogs like no one else. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to remind you that there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. So take some time today and go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And if you want more Super Talk, you can get it through our app. We now have the brand new Super Talk Mississippi app for Apple and Android devices. So you can listen live or listen on demand or get the latest news from across the state right there in the palm of your hand. And if you have the app today or you're listening through it, you have been keeping up with our great conversation with Dr. Randy Smith. He's the chair of Bellhaven University's creative writing department and Miss Amani Skipwith, with, which is last year's winner of the Angie Thomas Writers Scholarship. But I hate to be talking about writing and not mention some of just the prominent writers from Mississippi. I mean, we talk about yesterday we were talking about Mississippi being the birthplace of American music. It was the kickoff of Women's History uh, Month being March. And two, though, in that is writing. You can't have music without writers sort of as well. So, you know, the names that come to mind, at least for me, are the William Faulkner's Faulkner's. (laughs) I'm sure you would appreciate that. Richard Wright, Tennessee Williams, Eudora Wealthy are some of the ones, as well as uh, Michael Ferris Smith, which we've had here on Good Things recently. Angie Thomas, John Grisham. I know, uh, Monty, you're going to be right there in that name eventually when you Google Mississippi writers. But who from Mississippi, other than Angie, has maybe inspired you over the years? Um, I will say 
I don't really keep track of like people that live here, but I feel like Miss Angie was really the peak for me. Um, I didn't really necessarily like when I read I of course I read certain authors but mm-hmm. I never really was like oh they're from here they're from here my mom was you. usually the one who told me but with I think with Miss Angie I followed her more because she looks like me you know she's yeah I can relate to her more so reading her book and just following her I think she was the most influential for me because I was like wow somebody from the same community as me or a similar community can do this stuff you well, know. and that's what little girls, too, will look up and see in you, Imani. And, I mean, there's some truth in that statement that says you have to be able to see it to, you know, believe it. And, you know, and that's what when you talk about uh, barriers being broken, or at least here in the month of March, focusing on women. I mean, that's one thing little girls can look and go, oh, well, if she did it, then dang it, then I can do it sort of, too. Um, but, Dr. Smith, you said you have been in the creative writing department at Bellhaven University for 20 years. You probably have some names that may not have their homes on the historical list or libraries named after them like Eudora Welty, but who would be some that maybe have come through um, at Bellhaven or Mississippi in terms of writing that are doing some great things? Uh, yeah, I mean, people should definitely read uh, Beth Ann Finley, uh, who teaches at University of Mississippi, a poet, great poet, uh, Tom Franklin, who's a great novelist, uh, Beth Ann's husband. He also teaches at University of Mississippi. Natasha Trethaway, who's from the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, won the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry. Um, who else comes to mind? Uh, Catherine Pierce, another great uh, poet from Mississippi uh, who, who lives here. So Mississippi, ha- and these are all writers who are just uh, Jasmine Ward. Uh, they're just a great number of uh, um, Mike in Oxford says Greg Isles. Greg Isles, yes. Is another one as well. And I think this, too, isn't to make the end-all, be-all list. I just love opportunities for us to get our brains sort of turning on the fact that, wow, Mississippi, really, there's something in the soil, there's something in the water, there's just something in the air that produces these incredible artists in all different fields. Today, obviously, focusing on the fact writing and creative writing can be a, a legitimate job, right, Dr. Smith? And we want people to at least know about about this incredible opportunity, which is the scholarship. So let's talk about some of the deadlines and for those listening to good things, if they've got those kids in their in mind to uh, encourage them like Amani's family did, did for her. When, when do they need to get their stuff in? Yes. So the first thing they can do is to uh, either go to Bellhaven's website and then go to the creative writing department. And there, there will be a link for the Angie Thomas Writer Scholarship, and it will ex- explain, it has it all laid out step by step, what you're supposed to submit in the portfolio. All of those materials are due by March 15th, and they should be turned into the admission department at Bellhaven, and there's an email link in that description of the portfolio. Uh, so, Or they can just Google Angie Thomas Writer Scholarship, and it comes up as the first uh, hit on Google. And it's good to know we have Amani with us today who won it last year in full four years. You get to grow and develop there at Bellhaven. Um, but there are other levels of scholarships as well. So you may not yes. get the big dog you know, prize like Amani did, but you you still won't walk – you still have a chance of walking away with something. Yes. In, in fact, I'm very proud to work for Bellhaven because of this. Uh, every single student who applies to the creative writing program every year – so every student who applies and is accepted gets some scholarship amount. That's every creative writing student who's accepted every year. So, and that's because Bellhaven really believes that writing is important and that writers, if, you know, one of the things that I tell students sometimes, we don't get to choose the gifts that we have, but we do get to choose how we use the gifts that we are given. And so Bellhaven is behind that 100%. We want people who are gifted in writing to, to learn, to grow, to grow as writers, to grow as people, as human beings. And so every person gets some scholarship amount, uh, all, all the way from the full ride down from there. And Imani, you are in or, or winding up your first year of that scholarship, three more to go. What's the first year kind of been like? I know it's the pandemic, so it's been a little different. Have you been on campus doing virtual? What's that look like? I've been on campus. I really enjoy it overall. I mean, there have been some downsides, you know, with COVID and trying to get back in the, you know, habit of writing constantly because after that, 
I don't know how many months we were out, but <laughs> it took a toll. I, I was kind of taking a hiatus to get, you know, back situated and kind of, you know, bring back that creative, um, flow. those creative yeah. ideas, like the creative flow. So I feel like this year has mainly been me trying to find myself creatively more so that I, next year I can, you know, pull out the big guns. And Do you set a more. timer every day? Do you have like a habits or routines in terms of writing when you get your juices flowing? Do you, do you have like a word limit per day? What do you do? I'm trying to get into habit of writing for at least 15 minutes a day. Um, writing whatever I can. Just stream of consciousness because my mind is always going. I'm thinking about 50 million things a minute. So if I can get that out there's bound to be something there. Um, it is difficult. It takes a lot of discipline. It is hard. So sometimes I slack off. But it is worth it in the end because I've had pieces previously where it came from that. Me just writing for 15 minutes nonstop. I don't edit. I don't go back. I don't look back. I cannot read it. I just keep writing. And if it makes sense, it makes sense. And if it doesn't, I make it make sense. So <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. I make it make sense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it probably helps, too, to have your your teachers and your support staff and all of that there at Belhaven University. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking, uh, Dr. Smith, just about creating a safe place for writers because, I mean, there's not a whole lot. There's no other real creative outlet like writing that feels as personal when you turn that over for someone else to sort of read. I mean, um, so how do you encourage your your writers there or someone listening who wants to, you know, chase their writing dreams to just do it in a safe way, in a safe way as in meaning you're not going to get trampled on if, if someone didn't like it, I think is what I meant. Well, I, I think the, uh, you know, it, it is true that when you put your writing out there, it's like a, it's like you were on the page in front of other people, and it feels very personal. And so, it's important. We talk about this at the very beginning. It's important in the workshopping that we we tell each other what we really like about each person's writing, and then we also share with them. Sometimes I call it readers of the uh, movies of the reader's mind. We we share with the writer what's going on in our heads as we read the piece of writing. And that helps the writer know if they're communicating what they want to communicate. Sometimes it helps them know if they're communicating things that they didn't even know they were communicating, which can be really good. There, there might be symbolic potential in there that they did, they're not really aware of, and so it helps them develop that part. Um, so we tell them what we like. We tell them the things that we, we think we need to hear more about, places where the writing could be tightened up some. So we just build that trust, which takes some time, but it does happen. And as people start to trust one another, then they can really start to listen to one another. Amani, are you anywhere where we can go and read your microblogs or anything like that? Um, I do have a couple pieces on scholastics from where I won. Um, I have my one of my poetry collections there and a short story that I wrote. Um, about I think it was about the Vietnam War. Yes, it was. You write so much you don't even remember. <laughs> well, I, yes, I get it. Yeah, um, I am published in some anthologies. I don't know if you can get your hands on it because it's physical copies, but I've been published in different literary uh, books. Well, promise me, Miss Amani, mm-hmm. when you write your first bestseller, Good <laughs> Things is your first stop yes. on your PR tour, right? Definitely. And Dr. Smith, you'll have to come back with her too, so we can say we remember her win. Uh, she she started out on chasing her dreams. So congratulations to you. Thank you. Sky's the limit. Thank you, Dr. Smith. Where do we go for the scholarship? Yes, uh, Angie Thomas Writer's Scholarship, or go to Bellhaven University website and check out the Creative Writing Department. All righty, you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next here on Good Things. scary to be diagnosed with stage 3 rectal cancer at age 30. I was a new mom with a new job and a husband out of town when I found out. So I'm very thankful for St. Dominic's. I met with a different specialist every day for a week. And all of a sudden, I had an entire team of medical professionals coming together to save my life. And that's exactly what they did for me and my son. Thanks to St. Dominic's, I can be the mom I always wanted to be. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. 
compassionate hearts. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents. And Doug. Okay, class, let's bump it up to nine. Come on, Limu, keep pedaling. We gotta build our endurance to let more people know that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Pick up the pace, bird legs! Hey! Don't talk to Limu like that! I'm not, I'm talking to you! Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is the closing agri market report. At the close, the New York Cotton Exchange May cotton was down 58 to 90.99. July cotton was down 54 to 91.92. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were up 21 and a quarter to 14.12 and a half per bushel. July soybeans were up 17 and three quarters to 13.98 three quarters per bushel. May corn was up six and three quarters to five forty five per bushel. July corn was up five and three quarters to five thirty two and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, April live cattle was up forty five to one nineteen forty two. June live cattle was up twenty five to one seventeen seventy five. April feeders down sixty five to one forty forty seven. May feeders down thirty two to one forty three fifty seven. That's this hour. The Dow Jones is down seven points, thirty one thousand five twenty nine. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is a Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Winter break is coming to an end for cattle parasites, so start your parasite fight now. With Safeguard Feed Formulations, keeping up that fight is easier than ever. Available in blocks, cubes, pellets, or free choice mineral, Safeguard Feed Formulations are the convenient, labor-saving way to deworm cattle on grass. Simply add it to your current feed and mineral program. No processing, no shoot, no added stress. Remember to consult your veterinarian for assistance in the diagnosis, treatment, and control of parasitism. Everyone these days is trying to connect by sharing what makes them special. At Adama, we know what makes us special. A secret recipe for successful crop protection. Ten scoops listening, two scoops crop protection. Why so darn much listening? Because we believe good crop protection starts with good listening. We pay attention to what's keeping you from the harvest you deserve. Once we know your pain points, we come back with ideas created just for your brand of pest. Adama. A-D-A-M-A dot com. Let's you talk and us listen. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. on planning a little Mississippi adventure. Go to visitmississippi.org to learn more. And if you'd like more of good things, you can find us over on Facebook. Just take your little browser there to the search bar. Type in good things with Rebecca Turner pops up. You'll see today that we are celebrating Dr. Seuss's birthday. And in his honor, we are just talking about your favorite maybe Dr. Seuss book, 
character or quote. As I mentioned, it is um, Read Across America Day. And many of your kids probably got up this morning, put on their white and red hats or got their shirts that says Thing 1, Thing 2 out. Probably last night, there were several of you parents that went in full panic mode because <laughs> it's like the night before you actually remember that these costumes or these outfits have to be uh, created. I will say, though, making an investment in a cat and a hat hat is one of those just sort of cheap go ahead and do it because March 2nd comes around every year between now till probably junior high when it's no longer cool to look like cat in a hat. And even then, sometimes they pick up the the um, the idea and run with it. Or you can just do like I did a couple years ago for Neely, the um, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, I think it was. We just took a blue shirt and we cut out fish on um, cardstock and then I pin them to her shirt and label them one fish, two fish. And of course, the red was a red fish, blue fish, whatever, and and got away with that. And I know hindsight's twenty twenty, so you're like, geez, thanks for telling me that now, Rebecca. I'm in the car line picking up my kid. But there's some easy ones for you for the next years. And there's still those wacky socks day and whatever it may be that's coming up the rest of the year. In school, Rhino, did you take part in Dr. Seuss week or the dress up days or doing all the weird things? Yeah, there was a point in middle school or right before middle school where the the cat in the hat hats were trendy. They were the cool thing to have. So our school colors were blue and gold and I think it was $10 for a hat and they sold a ton of blue and gold Dr. Seuss cat in the hat hats. I still love the idea of of getting your your kids, and even if they're not in kindergarten, they're still early enough in grade school. Of oh, the places you will go, I think it's just one of them uh, that you can use as sort of a mementos moving forward for their teachers toward sort of to sign. Um, but it's you know it's rare that you have an author like Dr. Seuss who leaves this kind of impact or sort of legacy. I'm not sure how old he would be. Do you know by any chance, Rhino, what he would do? But Along with just having those childhood books that we all remember, he was great with those just one-liners and sort of those uh, quotes um, that everyone enjoys spouting out during this time of year. He'd be 117. Whoa! He was born in 1904. He would have been a spring chicken. 117 to leave that kind of of lasting impact. Lisa writes her favorite quote is, Life's too short to wake up with regrets. So love the people who treat you right. Forgive the ones who don't and believe that everything happens for a reason. If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said it would be easy. They just promised it would be worth it. Dr. Seuss. And there's so many others, too. So if you have a favorite Dr. Seuss quote or book or character, you can definitely let us know on the C Spire text line 601 879-4395. Thanks to Mike in Oxford as well as Bo in Gulfport. You sent in um, some other Mississippi artists, writers specifically, is what we were talking about today here on Good Things. If you want to go back and listen to it on demand or in podcast form, you can. But Bo from Gulfport says Scott Blade is a bestseller from D'Aberville that used to work at the Hard Rock Casino. And Mike in Oxford says Susan Sims Moody, as well as Ace Atkins, along with Greg Isles, is another. I mean, you could literally just have a wall of Mississippi writers that have gone on and done some incredible things. And it's really cool when I when I Googled it earlier. Jerry Clower came up as one of Mississippi's most famous writers. But when you think about it, the art of being a comedian is not only delivering it in a way that has the right pauses and sort of the vibe, but it is hands down writing. And, you know, you may have have a great singer who will sing someone else's songs. You may have great songwriters who never sing their own songs. Right. But most of the time, comedians, that's them. Like, that's their work. Not only do they write the funny stuff, but they also have to perform the funny stuff. So it's kind of, you rarely hear of someone being a comedic writer unless they're writing for skits like for Saturday Night Live or movie scripts and, and have some of those comedic timing. But yeah, Jerry Clower is on the list of, so you never know where 
writing skills will come in handy for you. Oh, yeah. Jerry Clower wrote five books during his career. Were they funny? Oh, yeah. Anything from Ain't God Good in 1975 to Stories from Home in 1992, and then in 98, his final book, Peaches and Possums. Well, hot dog. I thought they were just attributed to him to his craft, which he did. He had a good one. He was funny. Artie, I appreciate you chiming in here on Good Things. The conversation never ends over on Facebook. Would love to have you there. But the boys are coming up next with Sports Talk from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2 But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.